0: So good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd. I'm the site pastor of Father's House Jeffrey's Bay. And this morning, I want to share devotion with you on a topic that relates to a three-week series that we did in church recently called Game Changers. And the topic this morning that I want to share about is, is that of our value system, our internal value system. And just for a bit of context, the series that we've been doing has been devoted to the idea of helping us create lasting spiritual change on the inside of us through the work of the Holy Spirit. And this kind of change that brings about God's best for our lives by us being molded and shaped on the inside so that we are well positioned to receive something new on the outside well. And it's based on a well-known passage of scripture from Luke chapter 5, verses 27 to 32, where Jesus talks about, uh, he uses the analogy of putting new wine into an old wine skim. And he says, if you do that, if you try and put a new idea, a new perspective or a fresh way of doing something into an old behavior, an old mindset, an old pattern, then those things won't mix well. And the in fact the wineskin will burst and both the wine and the wineskin will be ruined. Those are the meanings of that of that parable. And it's it's really about recognizing that the new ways of the kingdom of God won't fit in with the old way of legalistic living. And we say that this this legalistic living, this this is the kind of life that tries to prove to God that he should love you and accept you by doing religious things when actually he already loves you and accepts you and now asks you to do relationship things out of that love for him. It's about a change of heart, you see? And this is a really powerful picture in terms of how it describes this process of yielding to the change by the Holy Spirit that produces in us a vessel that's capable of carrying the new thing that God wants to do in us well. And that's how true spiritual change happens, isn't it? When we are changed from the inside out, when we are able to handle the thing that we are believing God for on the outside. And for our devotion this morning, I wanted to read from just a few verses before that, that passage in Luke 5, verse 23. Uh, and this is actually, the, this is where it talks about the call of Levi or the call of Matthew. This is as he would be later to, to become known, the, the call of Matthew. It's the guy that wrote the first book in the New Testament. Because in this passage, in this in Luke 5, 23 to, 20, to 32, we have some amazing clues that relate to this idea of how to create a Christ-like set of values in our hearts that brings about God's best for our lives. So let's have a look at this, at this passage together, and then I'll share one or two thoughts with you from this, from this text. It's Luke chapter 5, verse 27 to 32. Um, it says this, After this, this is, Jesus had just performed some miracles, and then after this, he went out and saw a tax collector named, named Levi, later to become Matthew, sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. So leaving everything behind, he got up and he began to follow him. I mean, there's so much that we can spend just, you know, talking about just that, that, that first couple, couple of verses. Then afterwards, Levi or Matthew hosted a grand banquet for Jesus at his house. Now, there was a large crowd of tax collectors um, and others who were reclining at the table with him. But the Pharisees and their scribes were complaining to Jesus' disciples. They said, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Man, that is just so wrong. <laughs> Jesus replied to them, it's not those who are healthy who need a doctor, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. It's such a powerful passage for so many reasons. And you know what amazes me for just at the beginning about this passage is, is, is what you can clearly see the effect that salvation had on Matthew by what he was willing to sacrifice and give up for this thing that he valued most. And that's that's the truth about value, isn't it? That value really is determined by sacrifice. When you value something, you're willing to pay a price for it. And Matthew, who was formerly called Levi, gave up everything he had to follow Christ. And for me, that's just such a powerful picture. But one or two thoughts just to share with you this morning from this passage that I think are great lessons that we can learn today and apply from this call of Levi, this call of Matthew, that will help activate lasting spiritual change on the inside of us. And firstly, in order to change well, in order to bring about God's best for our lives, we have to know what we have acquired first, because that's what makes it easier to give up some other things. You see, I've thought about that moment for a while. You know, this moment where Jesus looks at Matthew and he says, follow me. And I wondered what. What, what was it that caused Matthew to leave everything he knew behind, his life as he knew it? He left everything behind in a moment and decided to follow Jesus in a, in, a, in a completely different direction. And I got to thinking, you know, perhaps it was the work of the Holy Spirit that was stirring in Matthew's heart, you know, as he heard about the miracles that Jesus was doing in this town where he was stationed in his tax office. You know, maybe the Holy Spirit had already began prompting him and, and drawing him into this, to this Jesus that he was hearing about. Or perhaps in that moment, it was the irresistible call of grace revealed in the face of Jesus that caused Matthew to get up, leave everything behind, give it all up and follow Jesus. You know, maybe when when Matthew looked in those eyes of, of our Lord and Savior, he saw something of a love that he had never seen before. He, you know, may have seen something that no matter what he could have acquired in terms of worldly terms, he realized he had much more in the eyes of this man that was calling him closer. You know, because this is the same Matthew, as we know, who in his own gospel, in the sixth chapter and 33rd verse would write the words, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you as well. Maybe he had that fresh revelation, this the spiritual vision to refine his values and land on this conclusion in life that in Christ I have acquired everything I need. Have a look at 2 Peter 1 verses 3 to 4. It says, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. There it is. Right there. By these, He has given us very great and precious promises that through them you may share in the divine nature. That's the new wine season, right? Escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desire. That's the old wine. So maybe that's something for us to think about this morning is, do we know what we have acquired? in terms of the gift of salvation that we have received in Christ. And then secondly, we need to know how to share that which we have received. We have to be willing to share what we have acquired. And I just love Matthew's response to receiving the good news of the gospel of grace when Jesus calls him. You know, he invited some friends over to his house to share a meal and sit at the table with Jesus, with him. And I thought about the value system that we have and how clearly We see the gift of salvation. And why? Because when we do, when we see the gift of salvation clearly, we would want to invite others to the table also, wouldn't we? We'd say, hey, come and sit with me at the table of salvation, this table of celebration that I'm sitting at with Jesus. And you see, Matthew invited others to join him because a saved person doesn't want to go to heaven alone. A saved person doesn't want to go to heaven alone. They want to extend the invitation to others. They want their friends and family to join them also. And, you know, unlike the Pharisees who were also at the party, but they were throwing accusations at Jesus, Matthew threw a party for Jesus. And I wondered about that. And I wondered that by refining our internal value systems through the work of the Holy Spirit, we can be sure that we'll never forget the value of inviting someone to join you at the the table of salvation that you're sitting at. Because that's what brings about God's best, this internal lasting change by the Holy Spirit that really brings about God's best for us, and so maybe be encouraged this morning to never lose sight of those two very simple things when it comes to, to to receiving this this good news that that God wants to grow on the inside of us. Firstly, we need to know what we have acquired, and maybe this morning it was a bit of a reminder just to focus a little bit again today on the value of salvation for you. Just know, just recognize what we have acquired in Christ, and then secondly, once we've dwelt on that, once we've thought about that, once we've acknowledged that through Scripture. May we have the courage to invite someone else also to join us at the table of salvation with Jesus because those two things together really really help us activate lasting spiritual change on the inside. So I hope that encouraged you guys this morning and there's something to think about as you head on out to the rest of your day. I'm gonna take a moment to pray for us and then um, send us on out. So let's just take a moment to pray together as we we close. Yeah, Father, thank you so much for... um, just the irresistible call of grace that that you called and, and and spoke over us when you drew us into salvation Lord thank you father we see that love in your eyes we see a new season a new chapter we see everything that we have received according to your scripture we have received everything we need for life and godliness in you and jesus we pray that as we dwell on that as we as we focus on that as we remind ourselves of the deep value of salvation that it would prompt us and inspire us to invite others to join and father thank you that you desire this miracle life for us and you have called us to be uh, co-laborers with you in the gospel, sharers of the good news. And I pray that we would have opportunities for that this week and then the courage to take those opportunities, Father. And thank you that when we do, we will see revival in our day and age, Lord. For you have called us to be sons and daughters. You are you, you are gracious, Father, and you are all powerful. And in you, we have everything we need. We have everything we need you. So we rest in your provision. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Uh, And we receive your blessing over this day now as we go. In Jesus' name, amen.